Welcome to the Semantic Mastery Podcast, where we answer SEO and marketing questions that help you increase revenue and save time. Be sure to visit semanticmastery.com slash hump day, where we answer live questions every week at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just go to semanticmastery.com slash hump day and put your SEO and marketing question onto the event page. First come, first serve. All right, let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 90 of the Semantic Mastery Podcast. I'm Adam Moody and with me as always is Hernan Vasquez. How's it going, Hernan? Hey Adam, hey everyone. It's really, really good to be here. Excited for this new year, excited to be back on track with the podcast, excited for a bunch of things that are coming, so pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm anticipating a near blizzard and it's the middle of summer for Hernan, so yeah, are you keeping nice and toasty down there? Well, actually, yeah, it's kind of humid uh, today, but yeah, it's okay. I think it's going to rain some point today but anyways <laughs> yeah um we had some we had some rain some heavy weather when we were there at florida actually so i hope you're safe over there yep yep just cold so all right let's dive into it then we uh we had a good question we touched on yesterday during the hump day hangout on wednesday and it was a good question about kind of what's a good sign that your client acquisition or your pipeline needs work um, and this person was saying maybe it's because of the holidays, but lately I've just been getting a couple leads every week or two um, and saying obviously more is better, which I'll talk about a little bit. But what does a healthy pipeline look like to, to us in terms of activity? So I think there's a lot of, uh, man, there's a lot we can talk about in here. So we're just going to kind of explain it from our points of view and, and what we think. So I, Hernan, do you want to kind of kick it off? Yeah, definitely. I would say that the holidays do pay, pl- uh, play a big part on you know the, the the diminished or the lack of action right and i i happen to have experience too and i see you know we we are all over the place when it comes to you know hanging out with other entrepreneurs and whatnot in masterminds and with groups and whatnot and it's kind of overall right right it's like a disease now with that said the holiday season mostly november and december are the worst if you're if you're mostly sitting on the u.s right um, are like the the worst part or the worst times of the year to actually acquire new customers. But unless you are in some, I don't know, some retail, uh, but usually for, for what we're doing, which are services, you know, info products, coaches, consultants, agency owners, et cetera, et cetera, it's kind of hard. But with that said, uh, it's a great time of the year to resell your current clients into something else, right? Because at the end of the day, people will be buying. And people are with the credit cards in hand, in hand. Maybe not to take a big leap in terms of what they, I don't know, what what they want to acquire as a new service. Uh, but if if they already know you, the probabilities of you, you know, making an offer on those and using those uh, dates as an excuse, it's great. So that's for one thing. Now the other thing is that I think that and Bradley nailed it yesterday on the Hamday Hangout when he said that we usually go ahead and, and work really, really hard on the prospecting side of things. And then when we get, you know, five, seven, 10, 15, 20 leads, whatever, we stop prospecting, right? And then we work and we go out there and, and actually deliver the stuff that we promise, right? That we sell them to. So we get, I don't know, 20 new leads, we get five new clients or three new clients, and then we stop doing any prospecting and any new lead gen whatsoever. And I think that's a problem. The reality is that when you're putting a business together, you never want to stop the client acquisition side of things, never. 
because it's the hard the hardest part of the business and it's one of the most vital part of, of the business so you never want to stop the client and the lead acquisition side of your business and of course you cannot you cannot be awakened for I don't know 24 hours or you don't have a 48 hour day so at some point you want to either outsource the lead gen or the client generation side of things or you want to outsource the delivery and by outsource it's just you know maybe hiring somebody local saying hey I need you to do this 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 and that and then you dedicate more hours a day or a week to be out there generating leads than to actually delivering because if you're doing one thing you cannot do the other thing so that would be my that would be my intake i don't know about like a healthy i would say that a healthy pipeline will be that that adapts to your lifestyle so it depends on how much money you want to make how many hours you want to work during the week etc etc that will be a healthy sign if you're over that that's not healthy. If you're under that, that's not healthy either. What do you think, Adam? Yeah, I was just writing down some notes because I think there's a lot of good points. And I think you write about the holidays. There's a couple of different um, things, but I'll just go with that. I think, you know, you generally see a decline, uh, especially in where you're doing outreach and trying to prospect. It's totally normal. Um, what I will say is you definitely want to keep your prospecting going uh, and that if your system for this breaks when you get busy, so let's say you're out there, you're prospecting, you get five new clients and then you stop. Okay, the first thing you need to do is to not stop. You definitely need to keep prospecting. Um, and it, it takes a while to get this down and figure out what works for you, but just do something. It could literally be two hours of prospecting a week. I don't know what it would be for you know someone's specific business, but you have that process going. And as Hernan said, you outsource it or, you know, if it's something super personal, you have to make the calls, then that's what you do. And you block that time off and you hold it sacred that you do not, you know, get busy and say, oh, I've got to go do something else. No, you do that prospecting. All right. So you keep that coming. And then you've also got to think, though, about what that entails, because you can't just prospect and keep getting more clients and have no system behind it. So as soon as you get somebody, you've got to qualify them and then you have to onboard them, right? In some shape or form, it could be different for uh, each person. So I think you really need to consider that. And like Hernan said, you outsource either prospecting or the delivery. And just remember that there's some a few moving parts to that and that you can maybe outsource the onboarding as well. Uh, and there's different ways you can do that. So um, on that also, I would say on the specific note where he's mentioning that more is better, I would say that not necessarily. Um, I understand if you're getting no leads, then definitely more is better. But I, I would want to think about this in terms of what's the quality of the leads that are ultimately getting through to me. Um, and this is something I've personally had to work on over the last couple of years and, you know, getting better at it. And I've actually learned from Hernan and, you know, something as simple sometimes as questions to ask people or things to look for or how you're treating people, right? You're disqualifying people. Um, because you want the clients that you want to work with. Okay, if you're hungry and you need to get work, that's great. But be aware of who is the client that you want. And you want quality clients first because they're going to stay with you. They're going to be better to work with. They're going to be easier to work with. And they're going to be the people who probably end up paying you the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And on that note too, I've noticed and I've you know experimented over and over again that the more hoops they need to jump through in order to reach you, the more qualified they will be to talk to you. So in other words, the, I think that the grind of cold calling is by, I wouldn't say by far the, the 
the least effective approach, not by a long shot, because I know that some companies are entirely based on that and they crush it. But the reality is that when you are doing inbound, meaning you have some sort of um, education done with the lead previews and then you reveal the price even before they get to talk to you, I think that's a time saver. Granted, your conversions will go down, right? But those people that get on the phone with you, they already want to talk to you, they already want to know you, they already, they are, they're pumped, they already know what you're going to charge them, right? So they're just calling to close a deal. So that's a much smoother transition. That will also allow you to increase your prices, right? Because at that point, you're doing something that's called indoctrination, basically. You're making them shumps through hoops so that they're not surprised when you laid out your prices. They're not surprised when, you know, when it comes to actually what you offer. So nobody is getting surprised. You, you won't want to do that. You're not wasting anyone's time. So I think that there's a lot of uh, tools right now that you can use uh, in these day and age technology that you can use automations, et cetera, et cetera, that make, makes it, things so much easier when it comes to actually finding those ideal clients that you only want to work with. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, and I will say too, uh, you know, you can you can outsource a lot of this and some of this you should probably do yourself first. It's like building any process. Do it, your, do it yourself first, like the prospecting, but you should have even for yourself, even if you don't ever plan on outsourcing, um, please write out a process for what it is. What do you do when you prospect? What's the process? You know, there, are you looking uh, in certain areas? Are you using a certain piece of software? How are you using it? You know, what are you doing? Start there. Uh, and then you can easily, hopefully, hand that off to somebody um, or at least speed up the process greatly for yourself so that you can then go on and scale your business um, and do things like spend less time prospecting while still having prospects coming in uh, to fill your funnel. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Well, I hope everybody found this helpful. Um, there's a, this is a big topic, obviously. Uh, but I think this is a good one. And, and as usual, there's no one size fits all in terms of what does normal activity look like. Totally depends. Uh, but there's definitely some best practices like we discussed that hopefully can uh, help you with your with your prospecting and, and growing your business. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And thank you, Hernan. We'll see everybody next week. Thanks, Adam. Bye-bye.